0: Welcome into the CHGO White Sox podcast, coming to you live from studio eight of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Anderson. Alongside me is Vinny Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer. You can follow him at Vinnie Duber uh, and you can read his work at all CHGO. We are being produced today by Sarah. Hi. Hello. Uh, Sarah's going to be a part of a, a show, we, a little game we play uh, later on in the show. Am um, I playing
1: Sarah or playing with Sarah? You will be <laughs> teaming I, I, up or head to head. We're going to do head to head. Oh, Sarah, we're it's on. Do, I'd
2: prefer that way.
1: We're going to do head to
0: head. We're going we're gonna to see. Every
2: man for themselves.
0: It's out of eight. Um, so we're going to see out of eight who gets the most points. You get one right, and you get a point. So okay. the most points you can get is eight. Uh, stick tuned to later on where we'll have some shenanigans. Uh, hello, uh, Sean from Iowa. Uh, we're coming to you live, obviously, from, from Chicago, the city beautiful, as you brought up. Uh on the show today, we'll be talking about Dylan Cease and if the Dodgers are out of the Dylan Cease sweepstakes. Uh, we'll obviously play the game that I brought up earlier, and the other thing that we we're going to talk about is uh, the Royals inking Seth Lugo, a real uh, unforgettable move, truly. Uh, that I needed division to go shaking. Check my notes, um, but let's jump into the Dodgers because I thought when I texted you this morning that the Glassnell thing was done. I just assumed that if Ken Rosenthal was tweeting about it in any sorts after the weekend we've had and bob nightingale's lashings in usa today i thought that we would probably only hear about a deal if it was done but tyler glass now is not a uh, los angeles dodger yet but as ken rosenthal reported uh they are in advanced talks the rays and dodgers to send tyler glass now to la and we've been hearing from uh fabian uh uh-oh. uh Ardia I believe uh, is Ardaya. his last name yeah uh, and Ken Rosenthal that there was a star-studded uh meeting with the Dodgers and Yo- Yoshinobu Yamamoto today Star-studded in Hollywood yes. Oh in, in Hollywood Wow. Uh, with Will Smith not that Will Smith um <laughs> with
1: uh He probably lives there uh, Mookie Betts and oh. uh, Shohei Otani. Oh I thought you were I thought it was going to be like you know all uh, the celebrities out in LA You I think I forget maybe what. Anthony Kiedis was going to be there <laughs> I think at one point uh,
0: the um, the Knicks brought in Susan Sarandon. Uh, to for
1: a free agent for a free ruling?
0: for a free agent pitch. I'm pretty sure at some point uh, there was a Susan Sarandon uh, popping.
1: You're telling me Flea was not at this meeting. I, Flea was
0: not at this meeting. Unbelievable. Uh, it was it was drummer Will Smith. That's what it was. Or uh, the guy that looks like Will Smith, Chad Smith. Chad Smith. Yeah, there you go. He looks like Will Ferrell. Um, he does look like yeah. Will Ferrell. That's what I was confused. Mixing with. up your Wills and your Smiths. My bad. Uh, anyways, none of this is official. The Dodgers don't have Yamamoto. The Dodgers don't have Glass now. But if they were to acquire one or both, do you see them still being aggressive in the cease market?
1: Man, I tell you what, it's kind of hard to count I'll them out. <laughs> I tell you what, Wimpy, I think it's kind of hard to count them out of anything right now. You would think you sign one guy to a seven hundred million dollar contract. I don't care how much he's making per you know in each individual year. You're still committed to pay a guy a guaranteed seven hundred million dollars. You'd think you'd throttle back a little bit, but. That's not what the Dodgers are doing. And not only that, we've all heard and we talked about it yesterday that Otani's only going to get $2 million a year for the next 10 years. Tyler Glass now isn't going to commit that much in salary compared to to, to to the bigger name players. A guy like Dylan Cease isn't going to commit that much in salary or demand that much in salary compared to the other players. So really, they could go out and get, let's say, four guys who, by the way, Shohei Otani, pitches, remember, oh, that Desi. could be could be in a rotation uh, either next year or in the next two years and not really pay them that much from an actual bookkeeping standpoint, right? So um, Yamamoto maybe would be the only one of that group that would warrant a giant salary expenditure in 2024. So I don't think you can look at the behavior here and say, yeah, they're done because the whole reason – that Shohei Ohtani contract is structured the way it is is so they could go out and get other pieces. They've already got, by the way, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, who are arguably the two best players in the National League, perhaps. Obviously, Acuna, he's pretty good too. But uh, you know, they've got these two guys, these two cornerstones. They've got a bunch of other guys who are really good around them. You mentioned not that Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, uh, Max Muncy, who's Max been Muncy, extended. he's pretty good. Uh, so. Here, here is a team that is very capable of winning the World Series. Go for it. I mean, I know they've got this really good farm system. They've had it for years. They keep backfilling. You know, there's a new guy coming up every two weeks, it seems like, that, that comes up and contributes for them. But listen, you've got all these high-level players that you've brought in from the outside. You've got these guys in the farm system right now that, yeah, they've been really good for you, but they can be really good for you in helping you acquire Tyler Glass now, and helping you acquire Dylan Cease. So the Dodgers certainly have the resources, be it in terms of money, which we know they have, and prospect capital, which we know they have, to go out and keep adding. They they, they have shown n- no indication that they're going to stop. You would think $700 million for Shohei Otani, Thanks. We're going to go ahead and cancel that meeting with Yamamoto. No, they're going to have they're having it, and not only that, they've structured the contract in in so they can afford that as well. So I, I don't see them ever being really out on anybody until we start counting actual roster spots that they just do not have available.
0: Uh, a little quick, quick uh, trivia for you: the guy that batted uh, the most uh, behind Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig in the nineteen twenty seven uh,
1: lineup. Do you know who batted fifth for the twenty seven yeah. Yankees? Who batted behind Ruth and Gehrig? 1927 behind Ruth and Gehrig is this somebody I've heard of before no, si- no.
0: silent Bob Musil oh. uh but Bob Musil had 1071 RBIs uh in his career and he had 103 that 1927 year one year he had 134 basically like y- you have there were the ducks hitting. on the pond yeah, right you <laughs> have the hitting you have Mookie Betts Freddie Freeman Shohei Otani Max Muncy's gonna have some pretty you know, eye-popping numbers uh, just with having those guys in front of them, you're going to need some pitching at some point. And, you know, the one thing about Otani, he's not going to be pitching this year. Um, And the one thing about Cease is he's pretty affordable when it comes to money. Glass now is only going to be there for one year. If they are trying to make this a true dynasty, Yamamoto can be kind of their ace alongside Shohei Otani. They don't actually have to pay Cease that much money. They don't have to pay Glass now that much money. I think the rich can definitely get richer because the only uh, re, you know the reported package that Ken said was uh, Johnny Deluca and Ryan Pepiot, uh to the Rays uh, for Manuel Margot and Tyler Glass. Now, obviously, that deal hasn't been uh, made official or hasn't been agreed to, um, but the Dodgers are, are are pretty. I mean, they got a top five farm system. I mean, why not just? Go completely bare, go completely dry, and for 2024 and 2025, you have Dylan Cease for you know your two World Series runs.
1: Well, and also you say go completely bare, empty the farm system. You don't have to empty the farm system. You need to get rid of. You, you could have Glass now and Cease for six guys, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's not even. You're not even doing a thing where you're where you're ripping out your safety net because that organization has been run so well that they that safety net exists and it and it's and continues to just kind of you know re- replenish everything that's going on at the big league level when Rick Hahn spent all those years talking about trying to build sustained success that's how you do it is by building an organization that keeps producing top flight prospects the dodgers have been doing this for years now and they have the ability to get rid of some yeah top guys absolutely but that's how you go get top talent listen why were why were the Arizona Diamondbacks, the NL West team that made the World Series last year and not the Los Angeles Dodgers? Because the Los Angeles Dodgers limped into the playoffs with, with gigantic starting pitching questions. Literally. They threw Lance Lynn in a in a, in a a playoff game, and White Sox fans don't need to be reminded that last year Lance Lynn did not have his best year, and he ended up hmm. giving up, what, 40 or 50 home <laughs> runs by the time he was all told? I think it was 48, I want to say? 44. 44. Or, or no, wait, no. Yeah, 44 well, 44, yeah, 44 regular season or 40 regular season 44 uh, 44 regular season 44 moments. regular season and then he gave in a four in one inning in the playoff game against <laughs> yes. the D-backs. I mean, the the Dodgers were happy to get Lance Lynn but they were desperate enough that Lance Lynn needed to start for them the remainder of the regular season, needed to start a playoff game for them, their starting pitching was not in good shape. If they go out and say, all right, in 2024, our top three guys that we can throw in a playoff series are going to be Yamamoto, Glasnow, and Cease, and in 2025, it's going to be Yamamoto, Otani, and Cease. I mean, you're talking about just a juggernaut that should be expected to win the World Series every year. Um, <laughs> the Lance Lynn question now begs which pitcher
0: allowed the most homers in a season. Last year or just ever? Ever, I looked it up during the year. Lance Lynn was forty four, so like that the regular season. That's the final number. Yeah, I think that tied the White Sox record. Please enlighten us. Burt Blylevin, nineteen eighty six, with fifty. That's a lot. And Jose Lima is uh, oh Lima tied NL record. Uh, Houston with forty eight in two thousand. And the thing too is like Pepiat isn't even on their top thirty. Um, so if they do make this deal, um, you know, I, I think you brought
1: up Deluca and how he, that would be a nice
0: get for the Rays. Um, I think
1: both guys, it'd be both guys, just because they're major league ready, have I, graduated. I, yeah, but be, I believe Peppiat, at least according to some, was was a top hundred prospect. Earlier in 2023. so um, A former third-round pick. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that would be a great get for the Rays because that's what the Rays do. The Rays need the control, right? The, the Rays would love to have Tyler Glass. Now he's a very good pitcher, but they don't need one year of Tyler Glass now, and they're not going to be able to afford more than just one year of Tyler Glass now. So turn it into five years of Pepiat. Turn it into six years of DeLuca. Right. All of a sudden, you're talking about guys that could be Contributors for this Rays team for a long time,
0: and Nando says the Rays are fleecing the Dodgers. The hell is a Manuel Margot? Uh, exactly. I mean, that's kind of what the Rays do. Um, you know, I mean, the the Dodgers are very short-sighted, and the Rays are trying to play checkers or uh, play chess and and have those three D moves that yeah. they're setting up for twenty twenty
1: nine. When you're right. def- DFAing a, a first round prospect, they're they're ready to scoop them up. And listen, I think we can learn a lot from what what this reported. Ray's interest is in what the White Sox might want to get, not just from the Dodgers, but from anybody in a Dylan Cease trade. You know, the, the White Sox are not in the financial dire straits that the Rays are usually. Perhaps this offseason, maybe that's the case. We don't really know. But the look, at the look at the moves that the White Sox have made so far. The Eric Fetty move becomes official today, and that's $15 million over the next two years. But other than that, Paul DeYoung, $1.7 million, and Max Stassi, the Braves are going to cover almost the entirety of his $7 million contract. I believe it's less. it was reported that it's 000. less than a $1 million that the White Sox are on the hook for. Those are really, really low-budget moves, and they could be shrewd, right? They could be exactly what they need, but if that's the way that the White Sox are operating, maybe not entirely this offseason but, but want to operate, then maybe they need to look to a team like the Rays and how the Rays... Do what you just said. Set themselves up for years into the future. Maybe when you're looking at the return package of a Dylan Cease trade, it's not necessarily going to be, uh, you know, the the blow you out of the water, uh, you know, package that we might have seen in in years past with other certain stars. But it might be exactly what the White Sox need. That might be the kind of trade that can set them up for years down the road, as opposed to just give them. One solution in one place. It's about getting as many contributors to a major league team as possible.
0: Um, and then to further discussion uh, if they do get Yamamoto the Dodgers the Dodgers yes. the Dodgers get Yamamoto um, you brought up you know what other teams are in Yamamoto that might be the teams that will be you know the the, the people that are most pressing for a cease especially with glass now and Yamamoto off the uh, off the, the ledger. Um, maybe Blake Snell's name finally gets brought up but those teams that are currently in the mix, mix as reported by Ken Rosenthal Yankees, Mets, Giants, and Red Sox. I don't know if any of those teams really jump out as a Dylan Cease fit for me because the Yankees love spending money we know they're not afraid of the luxury tax um, and they don't really have that rich of a farm system same with the Mets well, especially
1: not anymore
0: i yeah. after the Juan Soto trade right um, the Mets are kind of in that same boat they love to spend money but don't really have the farm system uh, the Giants haven't really had the opportunity to spend money Carlos Correa took that away from them uh, Aaron Judge took that away from them uh, they still have kind of a, a, a just made a the, of,
1: the nice contract with uh, with Lee from Korea yeah
0: 113 for six years but I feel like they're looking for something a little bit bigger um and same with the red sox i I think the red sox have that money and the red sox have been i think they're the third most team that's spent over the the cbt um they're not afraid to spend money i I just i don't know if any of those teams are really jumping out as a trade partner i guess
1: well i think two. a White Sox fans are looking for a match in a very talent-rich farm system that keep bringing up the Orioles and wanting to pilfer those guys who are rated at the very, very top of Anything. baseball yeah. in, pro- in terms of prospects. And maybe that ends up being a match because we know that the Orioles had some interest in the past. Um, but what what kind of jumps out to me is that none of those teams that you just read off line up with the list of teams that we heard either before or during the winter meetings, right? Before and during the winter meetings, we heard, yes, the Dodgers, mm-hmm. but the Orioles, the Braves, the Reds, way back when we heard the Cardinals, they've probably filled out their rotation at this point. But those are kind of the teams that that were being reported as being interested in Dylan Cease, as talking about Dylan Cease. And now you're bringing up this list of other teams, and there's just no overlap with the exception of the L.A. Dodgers. Um maybe that makes things a little bit more difficult or maybe there's another uh, plane that some of those teams are operating on when talking to the White Sox. Or maybe all those teams were interested in Yamamoto and they haven't even bothered moving on to Dylan Cease in their plans yet. So um, things can still certainly evolve. I think the thing that jumps out to me is if this Rays-Dodgers trade ends up going down the way that it has been reported, Tyler Glass now is under control for one year. Dylan Cease is under control for two. So the return should be double, right?
0: I feel like Fred's reading my mind here. And I do agree with you. I think it should be double. I think, you know, you get one pitcher from the Dodgers. I think there at least should be two pitchers coming back for Dylan Cease uh, or Chris Gatz really didn't, I I think, do the right. Job getting getting a haul like if you're getting a haul for Dylan Cease you need to be able to double basically the output that Dylan Cease has given you. Hopefully you get two starters and we know how fickle prospects can be. You know it's not a guarantee that those guys would be major league starters. Hopefully one of them turns into a major. Yeah,
1: I'm less talking about doubling the output that Dylan Cease would give you and doubling the output that maybe Ryan Pepiat or whatever you pronounce his name would give you. I think the the idea there would be well if you're going to give if if the Dodgers are going to give these two guys to Tampa Bay for just one year of Tyler Glass now, they should give twice as many guys or twice as much talent in the aggregate to the White Sox in return for two years of Cease. Well, and even with how dominant we know Cease is, how uh, uh, healthy
0: he has been, I think, especially now that apparently baseball has learned about deferred money, should the White Sox be out on Dylan Cease? I still don't think so. Uh, Again, I I don't understand trading a player of his caliber, but here we are discussing a trade. Uh, Fred, though, I think has... Uh, read my mind, uh, Cubs could use a cost-controlled pitcher. I was looked up Jed Hoyer when he started with the Cubs, 2011. So that means Dylan Cease is a Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer draft pick. Obviously, they know the pain of trading him away and Eloy Jimenez away to get Jose Quintana, even though at the time they thought it was a good move. Maybe they want to bring him back, you know? Easy, easy, easy move for Dylan. Just has to go, you know, up I-90, 94. His driver at least has to go up I-90, I-94. That's a terrible
1: way to get to Wrigley Field. They have to go up. Lakeshore Shore Drive. That would be the way to go. Nope. You have to go go east on 35th all the way to the lake, and then take Lakeshore right up to Addis or to right up to Belmont as the exit. That would be the way to go. I'm out. If driver. you're taking if you're taking the Kennedy to Wrigley Field, you're, you're going about this all wrong.
0: No, Sean. boy! Uh, all right, uh, you are a better candidate for being Dylan Cease's driver. I will let him know. Um, we don't
1: we don't need we don't need the a repeat of Tuki Toussaint's Uber driver <laughs> ta- taking trying to take him from uh, O'Hare to Guaranteed Rate on the Kennedy at rush hour. We do not need a repeat of that Is that not a good idea? <laughs> um,
0: but Dylan I mean it doesn't seem like the Cubs are being very aggressive with their money obviously they were aggressive in getting Craig counsel but we haven't seen them make that big splash to Cody's dismay uh, on on the CHGO Cubs podcast. They are a team, though, that is very prospect heavy. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the Cubs name gets started maybe leaking out. Maybe at least they are a team that could show some interest because they, they need off the board. They need pitching um, and they really haven't secured that yet. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say Orioles, Reds, Cubs. Why not throw the Red Sox in there? I, sure. I, I, I throw mean, listen. The Red Sox in there because I think maybe. Listen, you're talking about deal.
1: you're talking about who, who you would look at, who you would look at, yeah. kind of thing. I, I think there's going to be more, and 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 I think that you've got whole lists of teams, five, six teams, going after each big name pitcher. Right? Only one of those teams gets every one of those mm-hmm. pitchers. So there's going to be a list of runners up to a glass now trade. There's going to be a list of runners up to sign Yamamoto, and there are still pitchers out there, but. Every time one signs, there's going to be three more, three more teams that didn't get that guy. And so it might be winnowing the, the pool down a little bit, so, so who Chris Gets can trade with. But remember, the White Sox don't feel any urgency to trade Dylan C's. They don't feel like they even need to trade Dylan C's. If that makes one team desperate enough to meet the asking price, and it was all worth the wait.
0: Well, and I think, too, it goes back to our discussion yesterday of why not wait until the trade deadline because that desperation is just going to be kicked up in a fever at that point. And maybe the Dodgers, you know, maybe some of their guys have had great seasons and there are even more attractive trade pieces after they get, you know, more time of, under their belt in, minor, in the minor league. So, um, I mean, the Dodgers could just come back in this competition if, uh, if a team doesn't really put them out of it now after they get glass now and uh, – Yamamoto or if that's even the case of them getting them
1: and hey don't count out those Braves because obviously Chris mm-hmm. gets has the phone number on speed dial It's already made two trades with the Braves in this offseason maybe there, maybe there's a third uh third in the wings we'll see did you see what they did to David Fletcher well so they outrighted him yeah uh even though they have five 40-man roster spots available but again it just creates more flexibility like if the I think the idea I was just reading about this that's why I'm responding yeah. with such confidence uh they it, it allows them flexibility they knew he was going to make it through waivers because he makes what 14 yeah. million or something like that so they're like well, we're going to pay him we expect him to play on the major league roster but why not just free up another forty man space while we can and we can keep Doing moves this whole offseason. Well, and he's like
0: four service days away from being able to reject an outright uh assignment. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so like they're just absolutely just being like, We know we can abuse this and we are going <laughs> to make your life out. Um but yeah, yeah. Uh let's take a break. Uh we'll talk about Empire and uh Comed. Uh, and then we'll jump into the Seth Lugo signing by the Kansas City Royals. But you all know the phone number, five eighty eight two three hundred Empire today. Um I feel like we got to get like a, a lead in, like a one, two, three. So we're right on the right yeah, beat? Yeah, yeah. I, so we, I think we did a pretty good job. Mm, I, I felt a little off. Wow. It's okay. Uh, with Empire Today, you'll get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats, but Empire can't be beaten on quality, service, speed. So comp- uh, competitors, uh, I was going to say I don't need to say that. Just say the words. Uh, Competitors advertise low quality products that Empire simply won't carry. Empire won't promise the lowest prices because anyone who does is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. Empire keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. They don't want to overwhelm you with all of the options that you could put in your house. Why not give you the option that you should put in your house? Empire is the uh, expert in the Chicagoland area in flooring. Uh, They work every single day with the people that are putting floors in that are working on homes uh, so they know that they can get you the best uh, again service quality and speed uh, for putting those floors into your home from you know picking out those floors to the actual installation and their virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space it's easy just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room so go to Empire today.com slash chgo to schedule a free home in estimate today all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code chgo restrictions apply against the empire today.com slash chgo for details and to schedule a free in-home estimate today let's also let people know about Comed. and i like this because it is chgo theater do you want are you good with do you voices
1: I don't have one prepared, if that's what you're asking for.
0: You don't don't have any impersonations. You you do pretty well. Well, I do a pretty good uh, Flava Flave.
1: I don't think, I don't know if the ComEd folks signed up for that. Oh,
0: okay. All right. I'll just read that (laughs) read then. It's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being
1: of all of us who share it. You know, Sean, you're right. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as well or as we see the we all. I always say, well, as we all move with confidence <laughs> toward an electric tomorrow, whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So what should business owners do, Vin? I'm glad you asked, Sean, because I have the answer. They should go to comed.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you, yes, you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. They're good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean.
0: I, I recently went to the, uh, not the optometrist. Do you know what the ear doctor's called? Ooh, the ear doctor. Anyone know what the, an ear doctor's
1: called? Is that an ophthalmologist, maybe? Ooh. Or I there's ENT.
0: ENT, doctor. E- ENT. I recently went to the... Oh. Ooh. Yeah, E N T? usually people just say ENT. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. well, anyways, I went to the, my, my local ENT, got
1: my ears cleaned out. Did you say combat.com slash clean? Well, that was money well spent, Sean, because yes, that's exactly what I said. Amazing. Go now and see how electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come.
0: That's perfect. Um, all right, let's jump into Seth Lugo. Hey, isn't that fun? Um, where's the where's, the, uh, uh, hey. where's the, uh, little noisemaker? Do you have a little- Happy little, birthday. Do you have a sound Uh effect to celebrate Seth Ringo signing with the Royal? There it is.
2: Sorry. I was looking at the Otolargonjolist word. So when you, (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) I was trying to figure out how to pronounce this. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's going to take some time. Yeah, Let us know when you figure it out. Mark Feinstein of MLB reported that San Diego Diego actually offered a fourth year to Lugo, but uh, for a lower guarantee than he received from Kansas City. So Seth Lugo is now a Royal for three years, $45 million, a former uh, reliever turned starter who did pretty well uh, in his first year in San Diego in that position. Uh, My question to you, though, it's I'm not really trying to make a case for the White Sox, as I kind of was yesterday to win the AL Central. It's just that I feel like I can make a case for anyone. And the Royals going out and getting a competent starter, especially to go with Cole Raggins.
1: I mean, they got two starters right now, and that's more than they had yesterday. It's true. It's (laughs) true. Uh, Listen, I mean, good for the Royals, right? I mean, we just, listen, we just talked about a raised team that has to do business in a certain fashion and and does, and does it very, very well, right? A, a, A team that is financially compared to other teams, Hamstrung, you know, a a team that has to do things in a specific way. The Royals are a small market team. And so when they go out and they get Seth Lugo, when they go out and they make an addition to the bullpen, like not that, not that Will Smith. Mm. um, That's the way that the Royals operate. And these might not be the splashiest moves in the world, but they get moves that make their team better. Their team is, like you just said, better today than it was yesterday they're, they're reportedly eyeing Marcus Stroman. Maybe they are better, much better uh, a week, two weeks, two months from now than they were today as well. Um, I think like we like you were talking about, hey, there's this opening. There's this opportunity to compete for a division title that a team like the Royals with a roster like the Royals have might not usually have. But because everybody else is kind of sitting around waiting for everybody else to do something – why not jump on the opportunity? Why not make yourself a little bit better? Why not make yourself, uh, you know, more able to go up against the Twins, to go up against the Guardians? The Royals are doing that. Listen, remember, the, the Royals lost more games than the White Sox did last year. They are not, you know, on the cusp by any stretch of the imagination. They, like the White Sox, have a fantastic player whose name ends in junior. Um, but, uh, I, you know, so adding Seth Lugo, adding – Will Smith is not going to push them over the edge into AL Central favorite territory. They got Chris Stratton, too. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought that would have changed your mind. You think that would have scrapped my whole argument. Yeah. But they're doing something to make themselves better. The White Sox are doing something to make themselves better. They go get Eric Fetty. They get some defensive upgrades. Um, but I look around at every single one of these teams. That includes the Tigers who have made a couple moves. It includes the Royals and the White Sox. It includes the Twins, who are the presumptive favorite in the division. You're still not doing anything, really, that makes you able to compete for anything more. These are teams that are better, sure, but better relative to themselves. And that was a very low bar to begin with. I don't see any one of these five teams standing any sort of chance in a series with Ooh. the Orioles Ooh. in a series with the with the Rays in a series with the uh, uh, Rangers or the Astros, if it's about winning the division, yeah, the Royals are the Royals' chances are maybe slightly better than they were yesterday, but they're not that much. They're not that much better, and so and then at the end of that, what happened?
0: I mean, you could put it very simple. The only team that I wouldn't favor all of the AL Central over in a playoff series is the Oakland A's.
1: The only team. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I mean, the, the twins are fine. They're not. The twins are not bad.
0: The what? The twins could beat the Mariners.
1: Yeah, the twins could mm. beat the Mariners. You don't think so? Mm.
0: That's like the what? Because the, what? The Rangers, Astros, oh, the Angels.
1: Yeah, they're not very. I feel good like the anymore.
0: twins, could, the twins could beat the Angels. I think pretty yeah, easily, but, but yeah. like yeah. outside of that, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I the, they're just so bad. I mean, if you power ranked all the AL teams, it is very clear that uh, there's just a the AL Central is just at the bottom half, and yeah. it's very clear. Yeah. Um, the one thing too, I mean, Rick Conn always said, uh, you know, uh, uh, off season acquisition, trade down, deadline acquisition, someone getting healthier, the Pasquatch. Will be back. Uh, the, he he left in in June, so he should be fully healthy and ready. To and go. the guy in the suit too. And the guy in the suit, yeah. Um, but their rotation looking like Cole Raggins, who was insane when they acquired yeah. him from Texas. He was phenomenal, yeah. Uh, Seth Lugo, Jordan Lyles, Brady Singer, Daniel Lynch, uh, and if they do add Stroman, I mean, it really pushes out either Singer or Lynch and those guys are former first round picks for them. So I mean like it's that haven't worked out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I I, I I I'm a I'm a Brady Singer truther. Daniel Lynch has been all right too. Like I mean, there's moments where that that changeup works good. I mean, he's like kind of like Jared Schuster, but a little less lanky. Uh, and Jared Jordan Schuster's less lanky.
1: And Jordan Lyles was like the worst pitcher oh, in baseball horrible. last year. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, they they paid him so worst I don't really pitcher know. in
1: baseball.
0: <laughs> he can throw, and we know he's a he's a given that he'll he'll throw his arm out. Um, but yeah, that's that's it on the Royals. I mean, I, I, again, uh, I guess I can add this and looking at the live odds for the AL Central division winner uh, for the future, uh, for the futures market. The team that is the favorite, Minnesota Twins minus 125. So as I always try to say on those uh, Circa reads, uh, you know, you always want to be betting something minus 110, right? So it's, it's saying that the Twins are you know, a little bit heavier favorites uh, than normal uh, to, to win the AL Central. Guardians are in second at plus uh, three to 3-1. Tigers at uh, plus three twenty-five, so three and a quarter to one. The Royals are in fourth at twenty to one, so big jump there. The White Sox are in last at forty to one.
1: I mean, let's put it this way: I don't disagree with that today. I might, I, I might come come opening day. I might, I probably drill down on it more. But if you told me right now that the White Sox were going to finish last in the AL Central next year, would you be surprised?
0: No, but I would. I, w- I guess I'm surprised that there's a twenty to one. Difference between the Royals okay. and White Sox okay. because I think their chances to win the AL Central are about the same, and their their chances to finish at the bottom of the AL Central are about the same.
1: Yes, I, I would agree. I, I will say this though, to, to the point I was making earlier about what these teams are doing this off season. What are the what are the top what are the top three moves in the AL Central this off season? Top three additions.
0: Oh God, it's oh.
1: probably Seth Lugo to the Royals. Eric Fetty to the White Sox, or you can put those in whatever order you want, and Kentomaya going to the Tigers, what Will Smith s- going into the the Royals bullpen. <laughs> what a sad division! I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> it's it's not horrible. It's not that it's not that you're waiting. It's not like like you're waiting on one or two teams to do something. All five. Need to do more
0: anything. Yeah, um, yeah. It, just poke it with a stick. I actually heard a mystery team is in on Yamamoto. I heard the uh, Guardians are, are trying to defer money for at least the next three hundred years uh, to get Yamamoto on their team. Um, he makes let, him just one million dollars
1: every year for the next 300 300 years. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, He also becomes uh, a 49% owner of the uh, Cleveland Guardians if he signs that deal. I want to let you know, I mentioned them earlier, Circa Sportsbook. Our friends over at Circa Sportsbook again are always trying to give you the best lines possible as a sports better. They have tight money line splits and a low hold model where games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sportsbooks, which may use a minus 115 or minus 120 split. Circa keeps a little money as Possible on large market bets uh, like futures, like those AL Central futures or golf tournaments, especially compared to other books. So it again allows them to offer you the best line possible because um, they're the world's largest sports book. Uh, they're always trying to you know listen to betters, see what the smart betters are, are doing, and adjust the lines accordingly, and and make sure that they have the uh, the the right. Lean on the game, uh, and also Circus Sportsbook, being the world's largest sportsbook, allows them to have great customer service. There are real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use chatbots. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. So download the Circus Sport Illinois app at circusports.com/illinois-app. That circusports.com/illinois-app to sign up today and also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you are some you know, have a problem with gambling, call 100 Gambler, 1-800-426-2537. Uh, text GMB-833-234. Visit areyoureallywinning.com. We had the bet show earlier. Uh, if you are looking for a bet tonight, um, I, I like some college basketball. Uh, we're going to take uh, Florida International uh, to cover 23 and a half. All right. All right. You want to let people know about Goose? Your My favorite thing is betting. Your favorite thing is <laughs>
1: geese everyone knows my favorite thing is geese no my favorite (laughs) thing is beer and especially goose island beer uh you got to have a honkingly good time whenever you crack open a beer and certainly i do because i'm always drinking that 312 but chgo is supported by goose island beer company which has been chicago's beer since 1988 you run down to the jewels and you can find any number of Wonderful varieties of Goose Island beer. I mentioned the 312, which I like. Herb's always drinking those beer hugs that he likes so much. The non-Milwaukee brewers are always drinking that full pocket pills over at the brewery. And it's Christmas time. They got the Christmas IPA out there somewhere for you to uh, just uh, throw down the old gullet. Uh, but, you know, when we have events, Goose is usually out there with us. You got you to gotta pay attention to those. And really what you need to do, though, is go down and grab an ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beer, at any number of their locations, which of course at the moment is only one, uh, and that is the uh, the tap room over on Fulton Street in Westtown, because the uh, the original brew house on Clyburn Avenue in Lincoln Park just uh, poured its last beer, the I believe over the weekend. Mm. Uh, but according to the article I was reading the other day, you'll soon be able to to go, go on over to the Salt Shed. Oh. and have some have some goose island beer over there so All right. look out for that i have no idea when that's going to be open but right now you go to west town fulton street they've got the uh, tap room over there so uh what are you doing get out of your chair get out of your uh get out of your seat get up off your uh behind and go get yourself some goose island beer so you can have a honkingly good time a
0: fantastic fantastic beer company uh and of course your favorite thing would be geese who who, does, who doesn't love a good geese um you did bring up Eric
1: Fetti being official, mm-hmm. Johan Ramirez being uh, DFA'd. For all the 40-man fans out there, and I know there are many, you can now scratch Johan Ramirez off the list if you, of course, remember that Johan Ramirez was on the 40-man <laughs> to begin with. Uh, but uh, I, I made quite the faux pas over the, uh, over the weekend yes. when they uh, uh, removed Edgar Navarro from the 40-man uh, roster. And I said, oh wow gee I wonder what's going to happen with this open spot of course the Eric Fetty signing will become official and he will take that spot no they traded for Max Stassi so they had to clear another spot today Johan Ramirez uh, was DFA'd uh, so the 40 man at 40.
0: Yes at 40 and if they do look to add any one else. Uh, there is Alex Bees who was picked up, was the first pitching pick up. Waiver claim um, uh, during the playoffs. Yes, yeah. uh, by Brian Bannister. So I don't know if that's a, a guy that he really, truly loves. So maybe he's not going to be DFA'd. Uh, Sammy Peralta is not projected to make the depth chart, but he is currently on the 40-man roster. Uh, Jimmy Lambert's out of options. Davey Garcia's out of options. And Luis Patino are out of options. So those are the guys that are probably the most likely candidates that if they were to add anyone else uh to be cut off the 40-man roster it'd be surprising to see lambo get
1: cut but. yeah he's he's had some major league success and i think that's why you probably would expect to see him around uh, sammy Peralta, i think probably wouldn't you wouldn't have a lot of problems keeping him even right. if you did hit, remove him from the 40 man the other two guys were both if memory serves acquired in trade deadline trades they just traded cash to get Luis hmm. patino correct to the yes. rays and then davy garcia was the player to be named later in the keenan middleton deal mm. if memory serves man if i nailed that that would be nope. impressive no nope. claimed off got waivers waiver yeah. claim all Darn. right well yeah they got some young real young guy they got like an a, a ball pitcher for middleton i think do do almost want to, had it do we look up the keenan really middleton don't. uh, tri- uh Ken, okay Canel, Canelo Canelo something like that maybe God now it will now you're bringing up the name oh uh, yeah Here Juan you have Carella Carella there you go, there you go. Uh, but yeah so I would I would say that the most likely to be removed player of the four that you just listed there would be Peralta but um, of course Chris gets was not the general manager when many of those guys mm-hmm. were, were picked up so uh so we'll see
0: yeah we'll see what the ties are to to them obviously top prospect uh is a, is a nice thing to be a uh, former top prospect but again it is former uh so you know even though Patino and and David Garcia were thought of uh when they were coming up uh they also were like go by their original uh, organization a couple times uh so i don't know if they're you know the cream of the crop still all right i got a new game i had a thought yesterday heard a certain saying and i was like i wonder So we're going to play the game and Sarah's going to join in. So it's going to be Vinny versus Sarah. Hi. I'll be your host. We're going to be playing. How old is he? Oh, my goodness. We have to guess the ages of players? Nope. Oh. Um, so, Sarah, why don't you show example number one, the verses? Uh, so how old is he? Jerry Reinsdorf versus uh, Virginia McCaskey. Uh, so who is older? This is basically uh, who, who's older. And obviously, this isn't going to be all for people. Um, I, I mainly thought of inventions, right? Uh, Jerry Reinstorf. What has he seen, right? What was before Jerry Reinsdorf? What was after Jerry Reinsdorf? This is more of an example. Virginia McCaskey, Jerry Reinsdorf. Uh, which of these two people are older? Virginia McCaskey. Okay, uh, Sarah, do you I was
2: a- going to say the same thing. Okay, yeah. well,
0: you could, you could feel free to reveal. It's a, it's a very easy one. Uh, Virginia McCaskey is 100 years old. Uh, and Jerry Reinsdorf, 87. Uh, he was born in 1936. So just an example. You each get a point. Nice pat on the back there. Uh, let's go to game number two, though. I, I looked up... A timeline of inventions right when were things invented
1: so Jerry Reinsdorf. is this just going to be mean to Jerry Reinsdorf, showing how is this old mean, that he's though? just like, making fun of him for being old it's just a fact I don't Age know if it's just mean. a number it's more just yeah. to
0: teach people about like history yeah how okay. when things were invented it's kind of just you know I find it more if, if it is mean spirited I'm sorry if it is ageist I'm it's not my intention uh it's just more of you know it's, I, I, I kind of learned some things. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if you guys will take anything away. So the traffic signal or Jerry Reinsdorf, who is older?
1: My guess would be the traffic but signal. I was going
2: to say yes. the same thing. Because oh. that could yeah, apply
1: I... to a horse and buggy, perhaps. Oh, yes. all right.
0: Uh, so the traffic signal is the guess, and the traffic signal is the correct yeah, answer. Yes. answer. The, the same
1: age as Virginia McCaskill. It is. Wow. Uh,
0: <laughs> happy 100th birthday to Yay. the uh, traffic signal. Uh, the traffic signal is older. Uh, so two points for you guys. Uh, Sarah and Vinny both have a point. So uh, let's go to game. Three here, um, a little bit of a theme. The yield sign, Jerry Reinsdorf versus the yield sign. Which one is
1: older? I will say that the yield sign is a more modern. Has is more modern than the 30s. Too. I will say I will go with Jerry Reinsdorf. Jerry
0: Reinsdorf older than the yield sign. Same.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're the lot yield of, sign is like they only started doing that. What? How long ago? I don't know. Cars were invented yeah. in 1914. Right. So cars, I mean,
0: maybe cars was, are older than Jerry you know, Reinsdorf. 1918. Yeah. Uh, yeah the yield sign is oh. more modern uh, ah, 1939 there we go. all right versus uh 1936 for miss. jerry reinstarf yes you guys are, are, are three for three three for three
1: yeah
0: uh let's go to game number four this is the final car themed one so okay. uh my, my bad so is jerry on every one of these yeah, well, that's the game. Okay. How old gotcha. is he? he? It's not he, like you're
1: gonna show like Jerry. Runes it's not like, like you're gonna show like um, you know, who's a young guy. Like you're not gonna show like Louis Robert Junior. No, and that, then like something that was invented in the late '90s. I feel
0: like that's too easy of a game because okay. you were around then. Sure. So that's that's kind of the thought too. Is like you guys. I don't. I don't think you guys remember the invention of the stop sign. Um, but so, I'm
2: also my thought process with this one is if a yield sign was what did that with '39, 1939 or something, then like a stop sign. I feel like obviously came before the yield did so it for this one i'm going to say a stop sign is older
1: i would tend to think that most rules of the road came long after the invention of the car what was oh man i should stop have remembered sign? back to the yield sign the yield sign was 1939
0: yeah. so was there, there's about a three year and uh, also there's no push on this so if, if something was invented right, in right. 1936 that is older than jerry reinstorf because you know jerry was just a
1: baby Stop sign. I'll say the stop sign is older. Okay.
0: Sarah, you agree? Yes. yes. Stop sign 1914. Thank that you. was invented Let's with go. the car. Also, uh, if you don't know what that is on the right side, uh, the stop sign, you obviously see the stop sign of the three-way. And then under there's, there's a, uh, a smaller one saying, uh, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, that was in Oak Lawn. Uh, our mayor uh, put those up around stop signs all around the town to get people to really? stop. Yeah. And uh, he got, uh, I think, sued by the U.S. government because really? just confusion yeah confusion yeah um, but it was like uh you know stop and smell the roses it was pretty <laughs> oh rude. they were all different yeah they're all different
1: this is a fun story it was i good. like this one
0: uh, <laughs> all right see i'm not trying to be rude this isn't mean spirited you know we got a lot of time to fill in the off season all right let's go to the next one uh so spiral oh. notebook or jerry reinstorf which one's older
2: spiral notebook
0: i think it's I think it's got to be
1: the
2: spiral or, notebook. Yeah,
0: you guys are saying spiral notebooks. Yes. You guys have been very good at this game. 1924 yeah. was the invention of the spiral Let's notebook. Go. We've yet to Jerry Reinsdorf was 1936. Wow. You have yet to miss. Well, you t- guys take you are think, four think four about four.
2: notebooks. That's just paper and yeah, and like that had wire. to be around. Yeah, yeah. Had to be around think, forever.
0: You'd think. I, I hey, I'm not going to try to give away more, it, but like the slinky, the slinky is younger than Jerry Reinsdorf. As a toy. As a toy. Right, yeah. But, like, I mean, that's the same these thing as These are, like, a spiral, fundamental,
2: notebook. like, things that society needed back in the day, like a notebook.
1: You're talking about necessities, <laughs> which yeah, is the mother of that's invention. Yeah, that's like a toy. <laughs> a slinky, not a necessity. <laughs> mm, well, I guess. Uh, all right. How old is he? Uh, how many
2: of these are there? Uh, Eight? Eight? And we're, what,
1: four for
0: four?
2: No, five for five. Five for five. Yeah, we're oh, five on number five. six. All right, okay. So I, agree more.
0: I gave you a real easy one with uh, Jerry Hero Reinstorf. bread. Uh, yeah, Reinstorf, and not hero bread, but uh, they had a nice oh. picture of sliced <laughs> bread. Uh, so our, a shout out to our friends over at Hero Bread. Uh, but sliced bread or Jerry Reinstorf, which one's older? This actually was what caused me to think. So it was like, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I was like, is Jerry Reinstorf older than sliced bread? Well or if he's not
1: then he he at one point was the greatest thing. Like since you're
2: talking bread. about sell, <laughs> like packages of bread that are already sliced like when was that invented in yeah, like, like grocery a, stores and stuff?
1: A slice uh, uh, the
0: the ability to yeah, slice bread. I will say sliced bread.
1: I will say slice bread came around after after Jerry Reinsorf was born. So Jerry Reinsorf was already I'm going
2: I'll I'll be as we know it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll be different and I'll say well, you said older.
1: No, yeah. sliced bread is younger. That's what I say.
2: I'll say I'll say older.
1: Sarah is correct. Sarah is still oh, perfect on this. Let's
2: go.
0: Sliced bread is older than Jerry Reinstorf. See, 1927. I, say, I can't
2: imagine
1: people are slicing bread during the Depression. Well, that,
2: but that's, that's, that's
1: just my thought. Well, isn't this pre-depression? Wasn't <laughs> yes. in
0: 1929? Yeah. So yeah. this was. I mean, they were. I mean, they were. You know, slicing bread in Jubilee. I mean, man.
1: In, during the roaring yeah. 20s. Oh, man, yeah. that
0: bread was flying around. Mm. I mean, the bread you couldn't keep bread on the shelf mm. back in those days. Um, once they sliced that bread, it sold like hotcakes. So
2: it's uh, six up. to seven. Six to five. Or six, six to five. five. Yeah, six yeah. to five.
0: All right. So the next one up. Right. Uh, how old is he? Jerry Reinsdorf oh. versus deodorant. Deodorant is older. Deodorant's older. That's yeah, what I to say. Yeah,
2: I'm going to say that, too. And
0: Sarah's agreeing so on deodorant being older. People have been using
2: deodorant older. forever.
0: You guys are wrong. Really? Oh. Yes. Jerry Reinsdorf is older Just than deodorant. Straight
2: up deodorant. Deodorant. Really? What did people yes. use before this? Then? Nothing. They stunk. Oh my god, that's gross. You
0: ever heard about the Chicago River? They reversed all of our sewage to to go down the other way, and that's why our city's so nice.
2: I well, yeah, <laughs> we no, got rid of oh, all the sewage. you know, I didn't even think. I feel like I didn't think too. I should have thought more. About I mean, that this doesn't one.
1: have anything to do with it, to whether or not you wear deodorant well, I know, like You're going to be producing sewage whether it, you wear deodorant or not. It was, it was less not. about you know. It was more it about like surviving sanitation. And smelling yeah, good. Like yeah. the
2: timeline of sanitation for society or something.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess uh, modern commercial deodorant. I guess was apparently. 1988. Like old um, but yeah, the the <laughs> underarm applicator uh, there oh, is, okay. is 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 right. the 40s. Okay. Um, so yeah, the modern deodorant uh, stick of deodorant is uh, is, is so, younger than
1: Jerry Reinsdorf. So that was number seven. Yes. yes. So there's one left. So we have one left. And is it tied? I have to get it and you have to get it wrong in order for us to for to tie. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. so it's it's so if we have the same answer, it's over. All right. Okay. Final one. How old is he? Jerry Reinsdorf, wiffle or Wiffle ball. Mm. How old is he? Which one's younger? My guess is that Wiffle ball came after 1936. Okay, Sarah? I
2: mean, I like, I agree with that too. Well, then you go, yeah.
1: just agree, and you win.
2: Okay, yeah. Like, I think obviously <laughs> it came afterwards. Why are you so hoping for the strategy? Yeah. Well, she
1: agreed. <laughs> I didn't want her to go against her, her yeah. beliefs.
2: I mean, that's yeah. All
0: right. Let's see. Yeah, uh, stickball was invented before, but wiffle ball invented in Fairfield, Connecticut, yeah, in 1953. I, you go. I was
2: say wiffle ball. I was um, like, yeah, that's not that old. I mean, I don't
0: even think Jerry Reinsdorf was young enough to enjoy wiffle ball. I mean, he would have. I, mean, he I played been wiffle ball a, well after I was 17. Yeah, but I mean, Jerry Reinsdorf's a billionaire, so I mean, he probably was hard at work. He didn't have the same upbringing as us. I see. I had more leisure time is what you're saying. Jerry Reinsdorf are 24-7, and that's why he's the owner of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Well, I'll tell you this. I sure hope I live to an age where people will do this game for me. Yeah, no, honestly. (laughs) It's it's an achievement. I mean, you know, he's lived longer than the average, uh, you know, lifespan. So, I mean, that's a congrats. You know, congrats to Jerry Reinsdorf. I didn't mean this in a a negative way, a mean-spirited way. I was just more curious. Is Jerry Reinsdorf older than sliced bread? He's not. Let's take a final break here. We'll wrap up. We want to let you know, though, about our friends over at Midtown Athletic Club. They have four Chicagoland locations one in Palatine in the northwest suburbs, one in Bannockburn in the north shore. One in Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs and Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It is a beautiful facility that I was able to tour and you can too. Right now, head over to Midtown.com to find more about all of the locations and the locations nearest you and to tour the nearest Midtown Athletic Club nearest you, but uh, at least the one that I visited in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park, it is one of the most beautiful gyms and facilities that I've ever been to. It is very, very expansive. They have indoor pools, outdoor pools, uh, boutique fitness studios with uh, certain classes from yoga to spin to Pilates. I saw uh, the Pilates room and they had a ton of different machines that scared me, uh, to be frank. Uh, I, I I was afraid at all of the different Pilates machines. Uh, But they are very highly equipped, highly trained, and they are trying to make you have the greatest possible experience taking care of your body uh, out there. They also have, uh, and are very proud of, uh, their tennis courts and programming. Uh, They have the best tennis courts and programming in the sport. So, again, head over to midtown.com.ch to to find out more and to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. And if you're in the market for a new vehicle – we have some great news for you. Our partner at Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake is making room for their lot of incoming 2024 vehicles. And you know what that means? Great deals for you. You'll be able to shop incredible savings on every new vehicle in stock during their limited time wrap up the Sears wrap up the year sales event. For a limited time, get up to 15% off new 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokee Cher- Grand Cherokees with dealer discounts. At Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and drive home with more money in your pocket than you'd expect, thanks to Ray's Price Promise. Don't miss out, shop great deals all month long, and save big because Ray CDJR makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than. Ever. And that's not all. Just because you're listening to CHGO, you can get a free oil change when you mention CHGO at the service center or mention CHGO when you book online at Ray CDJR slash service. Hurry in. You must book before December 31st, 2023. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at the at Ray Chrysler, Touch Jeep, and Ram because they're the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com, serving the community since 1963. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it for the CHGO White Sox podcast. That is Vinny Duber. You can follow him at Vinnie Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. Sarah is our winner of our first edition of How Old Is He? Thank
2: you, thank you, thank you.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> uh, and I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. We will talk to you tomorrow.
2: Goodbye. We all silly like the mayor.